Ladies and gentlemen of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, welcome to the week eight, going into week nine power rankings episode. We have a very, very tight league going on here right now. We only have one single team sitting at six wins. We have three teams with five wins, two with four, three with three, and one with two. There's still many weeks left because this is a 17-week season. We are finishing up on week 16, but there is one additional week into the regular season. So that is going to change some things, but right now it's very, very close. However, there have been teams that have separated themselves and really stood out above the pack. Well, we do have still the bottom half of the league, but everything seems to be in flux. Everything seems to be ever-changing within our league, and I think that's one of the things that makes it so special. I have the feeling this week, and this is why I'm recording Power Rankings early. This is why I'm recording Power Rankings early. I have a feeling that this week in particular, there's going to be a lot of movement in trades. A lot of teams are hurting at, at certain areas. You know, you look at my team, and, I, and I'm missing out on – Derrick Henry for the rest of the season. That's a killer. That's a crusher. My running back position just got incredibly, incredibly weak. There's a few teams where the wide receiver position is incredibly weak. So I think there's going to be some swapping of players and moving around and people taking chances, maybe on the waiver wire. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But things are absolutely going to change up this week for sure. And that's what takes us into the power rankings, which I know everyone's excited for me to get to. And everyone will have this to listen to on Wednesday morning when they commute to work or sit in the office by themselves again, another day, year and a half into work from home and work from home forever. Great. Super, super ecstatic, fun shit. So this week, to make some things interesting, we are actually going to go top to bottom Instead of bottom to top, we're going to flip it up. We're going to flip it up on, on its head this time. Not going to make people wait to the end. They got to, they, we got to switch it up. We got to try something new. So this week at the number one position, this should come with absolutely zero fucking shock. Zero shock. Should have ranked him there last week. Didn't. That's my bad. Hand up, guys. Hand up. I'm accountable for not putting him one last week. I screwed Mendo over. Hand up. My bad. At number one spot, we have the evil empire himself. He won the J.O. Bowl last week, the Colin Bowl last week, because he won. So it's definitely the Colin Bowl, not the J.O. Bowl. That's that's for sure. And, and it was beat down. So definitely the Colin Bowl. He, he was victorious, the originator, the original C in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He is sitting at the number one spot as he takes on Jeff LePage, who is going to sit also at our number two spot in the power rankings. And because they play each other this week, this makes it very easy to do a comparison here. We can go through what this matchup looks like for week nine. Who's going to come victorious here? Will Jeff win and take over the number one spot in the power rankings? Will Colin continue his winning streak here and just absolutely dominating the league, which is definitely a byproduct of the CMC trade. Just not going to let that one die down here. But this week, we actually have a pretty good, solid matchup between the two teams. Not many people on by for either team. I mean, Jeff does have Hawkinson and Lockett on buys. I guess Hawkinson would definitely be something that hurts here. 
But on Colin's side, he's got DeAndre Swift on a bye. So I think we got a little, little balance out there. But as I look to this matchup here, the number one team, Colin, is going to be starting Stafford, Kamara, somebody in for Swift. He's got Lamb, Chase, no more Tunyon. He's on IR. So what is Colin going to do at that tight end position? There's like 50 tight ends owned in our league, which is extremely weird and, and rare. Uh, Colin, if you want, I, I have the weapon on my team. Uh, he's available. He He's available. You should give me somebody pretty sick for the weapon. Like pretty sick. Oh, you have wall in your... Wow. Never mind. Just never mind. Yeah, you have the best team like ever, of course. Michael Pittman is emerging as a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. It, it just seems like every single time for the Colts, he's just getting the ball nonstop. Jamar Chase has been absolutely un unbelievable. Yeah, Jeff, you have an uphill battle this week, no doubt. Uphill battle this week. You just made a trade for Keenan Allen. Um, he's consistent. He's consistent. That's all I have to say about that. He kind of let me down for the beginning of the season. Maybe he picks it up back up for you. I mean, we know that Herbert can do amazing things. We saw Mike Williams have these huge weeks. Maybe, maybe Keenan Allen will sneak in a couple of these weeks. A.J. Brown has been absolutely dominant the past two weeks. Really, really taken off there. Joe Mixon, DJ Henderson, super solid guys. And honestly, Henderson was one of those iffy picks this year as we went into the draft. Like, could he, could he, you know, we don't really know. Um, he's really proved it. I, I think he's made an absolute statement this year of he, he's a good talent. I'm not sure what they do next year when um, the running back comes back off of an ACL. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see how that situation plays out. But he's really established himself as a good fantasy player and a good real life player as well. But you're going to be starting four running backs. Um, we don't typically see that too much in the league. Um, for the most part, I'd say we probably average about two to three. Um, probably about like 2.5 a team would be my gut call on that. So starting four is a, a little bit unique for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen here. But your team is just loaded at the running back position. The, the buy high on Elijah Mitchell after the injury obviously has paid off. He's been one of the most dominating running backs in the league. But overall, I mean, this is going to be a good matchup this week between the two top teams in the league here. Is Jeff going to take over that one spot? I mean, honestly, Colin's team just looks like way too good on paper here. And uh, just, just another, another fucking year. Wash, rinse, repeat. Shocker. At the number three spot, we have Mendo's team. And Mendo, I am sorry for putting you at the one spot. Caused Dak not to play. Caused your team to pretty much suck ass last week. Lay an absolute dud and hand up. It's on me, man. It's on me. That, that's on me. Hopefully, Dak comes back this week. You have a big matchup against Jake's team. You don't want to start a losing streak slide here. Um, Jake's team's definitely on the uptick. Um, you know, we're seeing some some better play out of, out of his players. But, you know, you have a good, solid team here. I mean, we, we talked about it last week. I mean, this is what puts you at the number one spot. I mean, Cooper Cup has been by far and away the number one fantasy wide receiver this season. He's been just so dominant. Um, we, we didn't see Mike Williams really come through, um, all that much last week, but, you know, I still think he's a good option moving forward. Definitely somebody that should dominate kind of that flex spot, um, position. So, you know, that, that's just what it's going to be for your team moving forward. I, I think, you know, where your team's hurting, um, and one of the things I should have taken more into consideration last week is just how bad your bench is. You, you really, really need Chris Carson to come back off injury, like really need that. You know, with Chubb playing last week, Dearness Johnson saw four carries. I don't really see him fitting into the Kareem Hunt role for the 
um, Cleveland Browns. Like, I mean, he's going to see the field, just not in the same way that we saw Kareem Hunt see the field. So, yeah, I mean, this bench is bad. How the fuck do you own Adrian Peterson? Seriously? What the fuck? Damn. Good good for you. Well, that's cool. Um, anyways, yeah, he'll be like one of the top fucking people going into this week. I don't interesting. We're gonna need some backstory on why you picked up Adrian Peterson. Oh, could you have picked him up? Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, at the number four spot we have Brandon Kressner's team and Kressner. I'm starting to drink it. I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid here. I've been crapping on your team for way too long. This team is good. Just flat out, it's, it's a good team. And, and that's without Russell Wilson. I mean, Jalen Hurts has obviously been pretty dang good from a fantasy perspective. Laid a dud last week, but, you know, been overall good. I mean, Tyreek Hill has been just absolutely dominant. Brandon Cooks is going to be getting Tyrod Taylor coming back here too. I mean, this is just a better team than I guess what I thought. You know, I think like traditional fantasy kind of convinces you to think of certain players as these guys are really good versus these guys aren't so good. I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid here. We have a big matchup this week. Um, so either you're going to crap on me for crapping on you all season, or I'm going to come back and kind of prove that maybe your team wasn't all that great. Who knows? I don't know, but I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid here. All this team does is, is seem to string together wins week after week. Um, no Mike Evans this week. That's going to hurt. Also, no Henry Ruggs either. No, no Henry Ruggs. We talked about this in the group chat today. Wow. Just wow. $14 million. Can't afford a $60 Uber. Seriously. Can't afford a driver. Can't afford one of your buddies that you grew up with to say, drive me around all the time. Dude, like be in my posse, but just drive everywhere we go. I mean, it's crazy. We do this every year. We do this every single year. We have the exact same conversation in the group chat. Why these guys refuse to spend 60 bucks on an Uber is beyond me. It's mind blowing. It's so stupid. It's pure stupidity. And there goes his career. See ya. You can drop him. Bye-bye. Done for the season. Um, so anyways. You know, this team's good, though. I, I, I think I've, I've really come around to you, you just continue to find ways to manufacture wins in this league. And, and that's honestly the biggest thing. And you already have five wins, um, which puts you in a pretty good position moving forward here. At the number five spot, we have Mayhan's team. And, and Mayhan's team, honestly, dude, the bench is bad. Like, the, ben the bench stinks. Like the bench stinks. You and Mendo like have really, really bad benches. There's no doubt about it. I would say yours is worse than, than Mendo's bench. But again, man, your starting lineup is just so much better than, than a lot of the league here. And I think that's what put you in a, a good position to continue just to win games here. I, I don't think you've made any acquisitions this year that have set you up for any sort of success at all. I don't, I don't think you've picked up a single startable player. I don't think you've traded for a startable player. You get Michael Thomas coming back here, but now Jameis is gone. So you got Taysom Hill throwing in balls. That didn't work out last year. That's not good. Um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, overall, I mean, Johnson Taylor and Aaron Jones, I, that right there, that duo at the running back position has been just so dominant. The two of them seem to put up big weeks together. They're helping you string together wins. 
maybe with Derrick Henry out, this helps Julio Jones. I mean, he's been a bust this year, but maybe now he gets some short underneath throws. He gets a little bit more target volume. Maybe that goes up. We'll see. I, I think I think Julio Jones, I think his value goes up. I mean, man, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, those guys have been just so dominant. I mean, really helping you just string together wins here. You get DK Metcalf on a bye this week. That's that's obviously not going to help your case here, but you got a good matchup here against J.O.'s team, a good, a good way to get your sixth win here, um, you know, in a pretty good position. At number six, we have my team. Last week, I was really down on my team, really down. You know, I recorded on a Friday afternoon, and what that did was I had seen a I had seen a Thursday night go about as bad as it could get. Kyler Murray puts up eight points. James Conner puts up 14. And A.J. Green puts up about eight points. That's about as bad as it gets. The outlook looked slim to fucking horrible. Um, I had every right to be. I, I was, you know, going on a four-game losing streak. It, it just looked so grim for me. And it looked like my season was falling out. But thankfully, thank you, Brad Mayhem. Thank you for the birthday this week. Thank you. Because I know the fantasy guys look down at that matchup. And I remember thinking this on Friday, too, even when I was doing the power rankings, and I saw Reese was starting two tight ends, I knew right then and there I had a chance to win. Right then and there, I had a chance to win that game. Because you started the double tight end thing. I know it's been done in the past, but you made such a big hubbubaloo about it that it, it really became your thing. So on your birthday week, I had a really good feeling of like, oh, I might not be dead. And I came out alive. Evan Ingram, the weapon, he came through for me. Um, in kind of a big way, honestly. I mean, not in like in a big way in the sense that he was like good, but he was salvageable to to help me win that week, which was awesome and get that win. My God, does that feel good? Yesterday, I felt like a freaking king, dude. Felt like a king. I felt back. I feel back in this world. I feel back. I feel back. Honestly, fuck yeah, dude. Getting to win is fucking sick. I sit at four and four. I am the bear. So like, yeah, I'll probably, you know, probably dud out this week, but we'll see. My team could be good. No Derrick Henry. That's tough. I, I mean, man, God must really hate 2000 yard rushers, huh? I mean, he was on pace to do it again. What a shame for the NFL. I mean, what a shame as an NFL fan. I mean, he was really doing something special. And what a great, what a crazy thing that is too. He came back in that game with a broken foot, had surgery the next day. He came back in that game. Derrick Henry does not built like the rest of us. Um, I get George Kittle back this week, but unfortunately, sort of maybe hurts me. I don't know. We'll find out because I have him and Debo both now. I kind of, you know, I don't know how good Jimmy G is to give both of them a big week. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully get Saquon back. If I don't, I'm going to be in a tough spot at the running back position. At number seven, we have Brett's team here. And Brett has a pretty big matchup this week. He's going against Reese's team who sits at numero eight. So it makes it easy again. Bing, bang, boom. We can do a side-by-side matchup comparison here um, for the people at home, for the people at home, for the people at home. Ooh, also, um, Reese, I clogged my toilet yesterday, so I had to have somebody come fix it today, and then they fucking spilled the toilet. Everybody just got was a fucking idiot. Um, so it reminded me of you, but that's exactly what your team did against me this week. I mean, having a 14-point advantage, and my quarterback had already gone at losing that week, woof, that's a clogged toilet, dude. That is a clogged toilet of a week. Not good, man. Not good. But anyways, this is a good matchup here. Brett, I still think Brett has like the best three and five team like ever. Um, James Robinson is hurt. Looks like he avoided major injury though. So he should be back. Justin Jefferson laid a dud last week. I don't know what 
Minnesota's doing. Honestly, I don't know why they don't just get him the ball all the time. Jerry Judy's back. I mean, Corderell Patterson, stud fantasy pickup this season. You got him anywhere in any league. That, that was an amazing pickup. Austin Eckler, been carrying the load for you. I, you know, I, I like this team. I, I give this team an edge over Reese's team, who just laid a clogged toilet, like I mentioned. But Reese, man, you, you're so sold on the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Like, at what point in time do you start divesting out of the Kansas City Chiefs? Is it this week? I mean, maybe you got to move on from Kelsey or Mahomes or something like I think you got I think you got to change it up a bit to to get some momentum going here. I think you got a tough matchup against Brett's team. I give him the edge to to walk away this week. Um maybe Hunter Renfro sees some extra targets though. No no rugs. I don't really know what that does for him. Mari Cooper's been extremely solid. James Conner's been unsung super boring hero. I mean, he's last year's Todd Gurley this year. He just like scores like 2-yard touchdowns. That's it. He's the ball like 10 times a game. 40 yards, two touchdowns, like super super fucking boring. Um, you know, maybe find a way to get Jarvis Landry in. I, I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know if you roll out the two tight end thing again. I, you know, hey, I'm not an advice guy because clearly I'm sitting in the middle of the pack here. But, oof, I don't know if I would roll that out again. We'll see. But, again, edge to Brett's team here. I think Pitts gets it going. I think Judy gets it going, too, moving forward. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I think I think I kind of like Bridgewater. He's like a 20 to 25-ish quarterback in the NFL. Like, too good to be like a backup somewhere, but also – not really good enough to help you win a lot of games. So, yeah, Teddy's like a guy. Yeah, just a guy. I don't know. DJ Moore, maybe he has a big week. We'll see. At number nine, we actually have a mover here, which is weird because Jake's team only has two wins this season. I moved him into the nine spot here. And, and, and the reason for that is I honestly think there's a better chance that Jake wins more games rest of the season than JL's team. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Jake's got Khalil Herbert, who I think has established himself as a solid option for the Bears moving forward. I think he is going to be the starting running back, even when Montgomery comes back. And honestly, if the Bears are smart, they, they work to make those two a duo, like Chubb, like Hunt. The thing is, though, Herbert and Montgomery kind of have similar running styles. I'm not sure how we would work that out, but I think Herbert's the guy the Bears should be moving forward with, even when Montgomery comes back. He, he's a load. He, he is a hard to tackle good good running back good vision good uh, I, I like him a lot he and again running back lives just don't matter they just the nfl has made them so obsolete you could go get a running back off the street and it's going to be the same we'll, we'll see how it goes in tennessee because i think derrick henry christian mccaffrey they're kind of like the exceptions to the rules here but everybody else is, is more or less just just a freaking guy you know is what it is Delvin Cook could maybe be in that category too. But I don't know. We've seen Madison have a lot of success though too when Cook's gone. So I don't know about that. We'll see. I mean, Henry and McCaffrey are definitely league of their own. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team, I, I don't know. I mean, Herbert gets it going here. Zach Moss, like, kind of sucks. He, no, he does just suck. I, I mean, somebody in Buffalo should be good. You go there, Tim or Singletary, and he's had the most opportunities. Really just not good. Um, you get Marquise Brown, though, this week. He's uh, coming off his bye. He's been awesome and, and an absolute stud for you. Mike Davis, super boring. Couldn't have been more wrong about that. Josh Jacobs, also super boring. I mean, sort of in the James Conner realm, but better. But better. Yeah, better on, on the Josh Jacobs thing. But anyway, they got Jake here at the ninth slot. I just think there's maybe a better chance that he wins some more games here. And the last and final spot, 
goes to J.O.'s team. It just all has gone wrong for J.O. Calvin Ridley decided that he's going to be out the rest of the season for personal issues. I mean, maybe not the rest of the season. I guess we'll see what happens there, but doesn't look good for him. Oh, Antonio Brown is hurt. He is seriously hurt. He's out. Ty Hilton, he can't stay healthy for more than a day. That was Mendel's keeper a few years ago. Career done. Cooked. Odell. Career done. Cooked. Didn't get traded today. Surprised no trade, but also not really surprised. $14 million over the next two years. I don't really know who would want that sort of contract and what somebody would give up. So I guess the Browns just stick with him. But yikes, he is an absolute not startable player. I like Kadarius Tony. He's averaging like two and a half injuries per game. So not great. Jameson Crowder with the new God in New York. Maybe. Maybe it could happen. Maybe it could happen. I like Damien Harris. Gaskin is starting to get it going. Williams, I just have a feeling between like the three of those that maybe best case scenario, you get like two good games. I don't think all three would have a good week in, in one single week. Just don't really see it happening. Daryl Williams, he's a bum. He's a bum. Mendo sent a chart in there today. He's a bum. Literally bottom left corner. He's a bum. Scratch him off. He stinks. Lamar Jackson back though, thud. And maybe, maybe you get CMC back this week. That will help you win a lot of games if you get CMC back. We'll see though. I'm worried about what they do usage-wise for him in the first week. Chuba Hubbard proved that he's a guy, you know, a guy. I mean, he's definitely a good backup. Um, so I think he garners some carries now. We'll see McCaffrey come back. That will help your team. But that will do it for the week eight going into week nine power rankings for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I will talk to you all soon.